0: Welcome to the Cosmic Chats podcast with me, your host, Debbie Sugarbaker. On this show, I share conversations with individuals whose work, knowledge, wisdom, and insight have helped me open my mind and perspective, alchemize perceived negative situations, live in a healthier body, and see the world in a deeper, more wondrous way on a daily basis. My aim is that you, the listener, are able to receive all of that and tap into your own heart and energy to create possibilities and elevate your experience of this reality we call life. Please enjoy this episode. Welcome. Welcome to this beautiful chat that we're going to have today, a cosmic chat with Nick Leslie, who is a Reiki healer and an intuitive, and he's going to just share with us um, about his story and about um, how he views the world and how he moves through the world with this knowledge and, and not just knowledge, this connection with the Reiki energy. So welcome, Nick. We're gonna learn, but we're also gonna receive an energy transmission. So be open. I decided to do this interview outside today to be more connected and to feel more connected with nature and just the energies that are around. So I'm here in beautiful Los Angeles, some really nice trees behind me sunshine. Okay. So Nick, welcome. Nick is a Reiki healer and an intuitive that we actually connected by chance. But since we've met, I was able to have um, a session with Nick and I was just really blown away by your abilities. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit today about what you do
1: you know Reiki for me was something that I w- would never ever have anticipated on um, entering my path it's not something that even five years ago I would have would have said that, that I would have believed then but um, throughout my life I've had um, health challenges and um, difficulties really finding balance so about four years ago I really um, committed to exploring you know what was available outside of these sort of established Medical paradigm, and so as I did that, I discovered meditation, and then it's sort of like one thing led to another. I began to open my mind, and then I um, found a teacher of Reiki, and I had Reiki done for about a year, and then one day I felt like I was looking for something, and so I asked her to train me, and yeah, it was just it was so powerful. Um, I knew the moment I had this training done that I wanted to practice Reiki, and I wanted to share this energy with other people, so. It was a a very powerful experience.
0: Beautiful. And so you did energy trainings because from my experience, just so everybody can know, I recently, I also came about it by chance. I went to get a massage and she happened to also be a Reiki master. So she did Reiki on me. And when I went out of that, it was um, a few months ago when I left the, the session about an hour later, I started to like, and I'd been doing other work to kind of clear my subconscious of different traumas. And to just bring my energy into a more relaxed state, you know, relax the central nervous system. And when I left that session, i I felt like I was able to access and become aware of something that had happened that I didn't even remember before. It was like in my cells. and somehow the Reiki energy was able to to bring that to the surface and to release it. So that's just I'm just putting that out there. That's how I came to Reiki. So I can really relate with your story, Nick about, um, just coming in touch with this energy and realizing that it's like really real and that it's, it's powerful. So thank you for, for sharing your story. Um, so how long have you been practicing Reiki now?
1: I've been practicing Reiki now for two years. It's,
0: have you always been kind of like an intuitive? Cause when we did our session, I found you to be also very intuitive.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, that's something that people when I was younger would tell me. Um, and I just assumed I mean, I just assumed that I was really observant, but then um, when I started to meditate, and definitely after I started to um, practice Reiki, I learned that I could, I could tap into sort of this source of information that had always been there, but you know, I could refine my connection to it.
0: Uh, so yeah. Reiki was. Who can you tell us a little bit about the history? Because I know, like like many spiritual or energetic transmissions that humans are able to connect with. Usually it was an individual or a group of individuals who, um, you know, was a spiritual master of sorts and they went through some heart, like some big challenges, you know, maybe they did fasting or they, um, you know, went off by themselves. I know there's like different stories of in different traditions, you know, someone was in a cave for 13 years and then they were able to receive this like divine transmission. And I know Reiki also had a story like that. Do you know about the history at all? Yes.
1: So, I mean, Reiki, it's interesting because Reiki, in terms of the spiritual world, is relatively new. It was discovered in the beginning of the 20th century um, by a man named Mikao Sui. Now, it's interesting, though, because um Mikau Sui basically was deeply inspired by what he read in um, spiritual texts about different spiritual masters like the Buddha or Jesus being able to perform healings. And so... At one point in his life, he became really determined. The story is, right? There's, you know, there's lots of different um, stories about this, but this is the one that I've heard um, most repeated is that he basically decided that he wanted to access this healing energy. Like he believed that there had to be a better way to um, heal than what was available to him. So he went up onto a mountain in Japan and fasted and chanted for 22 days. And then on the 22nd day, after this sort of intense practice, Um, some spiritual beings appeared before him, and they gave him these symbols that we we use as Reiki practitioners. They put them into his aura, and he discovered, from that moment on, he was able to channel this life force energy, which is what Reiki stands for, is life force energy.
0: Really powerful. So it's like, for example, when I took the level one, and then there's kind of like an initiation, you basically go through the course and you learn about it. And then uh, from another master, it's always, like you said, there's a sui. I understand now that there's like different branches the one that i did was the sui but then there was like an initiation so now that i've been able to come in contact with the first of all i came in contact with the energy i received it from someone else and now that i've taken the course so I, it's like i have access to that energy that he opened up and now all these different healers around the world are able to access that healing energy
1: yeah i think that's a really like lovely way to put it on um, because that's exactly what's happened now it's interesting because at the same time, he felt that the Reiki energy was the same energy that was being used. So in a sense, it's both something that he opened up for us, but that's something that's has been ancient.
0: The energy is always there because it's part of divine energy. It's, it's been there since the beginning of time, but he was the one who opened the channel
1: right? Yeah, for us that,
0: to, to bring it down.
1: Yeah, and absolutely. It's not like he created
0: the energy. I mean, obviously the creator, the divine intelligence creates everything.
1: Right. Yeah, no, I know. and that that's exactly right, but it is helpful when people are like, well, I think sometimes when when we 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 discuss the practice rate, you know, I I notice that um when people are trying to explain what it is, it's it, it can be difficult to explain to people who don't have either an open mind or a willingness to sort of explore these different concepts because it is an energy. Um so that it's not a technique so much as it, it an actual living energy.
0: Right. And that's that's what I found also when I when it Brought up this something from my subconscious, but I also felt it in my body. You know, because sometimes people think that to get through something and and every, I'm not like putting anything down because you can work on all levels, but you can you can deal with something through cerebrally, through the mind, through talking, right. through working through it. But you can also work through things energetically. You know, to release them from the body because each of our energy centers is connected to. Basically, what's happening in our life. I just wanted to put that out there for our audience or anyone who's kind of like new to energy work, you know, that you can work through things on different levels.
1: Well, and I'm glad that you um, brought that up because, you know, on some level, I would say that I think that thought is energy. So you you can approach it two ways. You can, you can sit deeply with the thought, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we discussed Krishnamurti and different teachers who really who they're not using thought as a form of analysis, but they're using thought as a form of like, deep inquiry, right? right. Or you can approach it from an energetic perspective. But in the end, they're both doing the same thing. So right. it's, it's interesting to me because I think even when I started energy work, I didn't realize how deeply physical energy is. It's
0: like-, like the cells can hold memory. I mean, then there's a the whole talk of like cellular memory. You know, when you were a child and somebody said something in passing, you took that in and that gets kind of like stored in your cells. And then we're, we're grown ups, and we're dealing with issues in our lives. And we don't realize that, you know, it's something that was picked up at some point, either in this life or past life, but is held in our cells.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, um, one of the things that has sort of developed unexpectedly, it's a, it's a really helpful gift, is to be able to trace these energetic pathways in the body. So mm-hmm. whenever I'm working with the client, can explore maybe a a negative thought or a a perception and then we can track its expression in the body so we can say okay well look this is going to be it's causing your jaw to tense it's causing your back to constrict your shoulders are a little out of balance and that's all this pathway created by a certain kind of thought
0: right it's interesting you said the jaw thing because i woke up this morning with a headache and i'm like i think it's i think i was like clenching my like maybe i don't know clenching my teeth during the night or something it's interesting yeah we can hold tension in our jaw and i've I've heard other places it's a really good point i heard someone once say that the jaw was like also related to the sacral chakra interestingly enough or that yeah. you know the the pelvic bowl and the jaw hold similar tension that's what i heard
1: no i, I mean the body is so interconnected in ways right. that i'm still continuing to learn these different connections so right. um one of the I think, exciting things about practicing reiki is and i i know this to be true for my teacher as well you never reach an end point. So it's not like you've become a master and then you, you've you mastered everything. It seems that as you continue to practice, you're given more information, more abilities, more knowledge. Um, and it's, this knowledge is you know, since endless. So it's, it's always evolving for me.
0: Right. Beautiful. So do you, how do you believe, I mean, we've talked a little bit about how this energy can benefit people's lives, but is there anything else that you would say before we go into you giving a bit of an energy transmission for our audience, is there anything else that you would want to say about how Reiki and energy work can benefit people?
1: One thing that when people will come to me a lot or if they're asking, they'll say, well, you know, I'm sensitive to the Reiki or I'm not sensitive to energy. Um, and those distinctions aren't important. So what, what is important for benefiting from Reiki or learning to even practice Reiki is simply um, a willingness to be open and to explore yourself. Reiki is not something that you need to prepare for. Um, it is helpful if you do, but anyone can benefit from Reiki. And so, I think one of my hopes is to see this healing art more widely known and um, utilized. It's so powerful.
0: Yeah. And so, just so people know how do you how do you transmit Reiki energy? Is it? I mean, I I know, but I would like our audience to know. Is it through touch or can you? There might be some misperceptions out there. I mentioned that I had a massage that included Reiki healing in it. But is that typical or how do you work with people?
1: Well, yes, yeah, so that's interesting. I mean, I'm glad that you asked that. So Reiki is often transmitted through touch. I think that if I have my preference about how I'll work with the client, especially for the first time, it's always nice to have them in person um, and have them on a massage table. Um, however, Reiki is not a form of body work or massage in the sense that body work you're manipulating different parts right so it's very physical with reiki you might use light touch some practitioners don't use touch at all and you're channeling energy into the different body part reiki doesn't have to be transmitted through the hand it can be transmitted through the eyes can be transmitted through intention um which are things i think i would have i did find hard to believe um many years ago and now that that just seems so ordinary to me
0: right like so like obvious like this energy is so real that yeah, I mean it's incredible because even if you think of someone which I think that a lot of people are feeling now especially since December 21st and there's there is a a big awakening going on right now about our interconnectedness and about the reality of energy but even like thought forms you know you think of someone or someone thinks of you or psychic energy it's like you can usually if I think of someone it's because I'll hear from them in the next day or two you know yep. or you know just crazy connections like that or it's also to be careful with our thoughts and to think well of things in our lives and to think well of others because thought forms and psychic energy is real.
1: Right, yeah. I mean, I, I, I didn't plan to go this deep, but I think one thing that I would say on that note is that really there there is no sense of separation between us. So, right. you know, I think we think of ourselves as physical beings and physical world. And if someone's like not within our vicinity, then they're not there. But actually, um, every time we think of someone, we might as well be right next to them. So that's the nature and power of thought.
0: If you ever saw, yeah, if you ever, if anybody saw my interview with Bill Phillips, he's a psychic medium and he talks about that because he said, you know, even people who have passed away and I've experienced that, you know, with family members who have passed away, they're just a thought away. It's really powerful. I mean, I say that and then I'm like, no, even the thing I'm like, no, but I know it's, I know it's real, you know? Right. But um, the logical mind, it's hard to believe. It's it's hard for the logical mind to take in things that aren't, you know, what we can make sense of in our, usually, you know, how we grew up and in the five senses. But I wanted to just move on. Can you yeah. maybe kind of tap into our group and, yeah. you know, let me know what you feel and what you think. I know that you were able to definitely tap in when, when, when I had my session with you. So I'm interested to see what comes through.
1: Yeah, I'm going to close my eyes just for concentration purposes and reiki is not limited by time so even if people aren't watching this they can still come back to it later and benefit from it so i'm just going to close my eyes and um, send this energy out to people who are watching now and people who watch it in the future and i will let you know if anything comes up
0: okay everyone can take a deep breath to receive open yourself
1: I'm still. I'm still sitting there, the Reiki. It's interesting, you know, when people, when we take these moments of silence and we open ourselves to receive. Um, I feel like there's a lot of receptivity, which isn't always the case, and it's a very nice feeling. Um, a lot of openness and curiosity, and um, a lot of heart energy, which is really nice to feel.
0: That's what you're tapping into.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a very, a very pleasant group. A very and it's interesting. I mean, I would say to these people, I think that it's interesting. This is the what, what comes through for me and I think this is where we as a as a group of humans need to understand is that um we all have these abilities. There is no distinction at the end of the day between people or between someone who's a Reiki master and someone who's not. Um every person is truly divine. And so I think that's what that feels like what's coming through. So anyone who's listening, for them to really deeply know that. And it's not like you become divine, you do yoga, you meditate, but you are, are already divine.
0: It's a beautiful message. Like we are these energetic, be- vibrational beings.
1: Oh, yeah, and we're so powerful. And I think that we have been so conditioned to not think of ourselves in that way and definitely to undervalue like the contributions that the heart energy makes. But um, it's so powerful. And I think there are a lot of people in this world with very open hearts um, who are giving so much and really changing the way the world works and they don't even know it and i think that's beautiful um but they should know it too at the same time right N- never doubt i think that you're making a contribution if your intention is to be open-hearted
0: right beautiful okay so a lot of heart energy that's amazing i think that there are a lot of people who would like to live from a more open-hearted place or attract love you know
1: yeah, well, and I think even people, our intentions are powerful, and I think that when we when we say we want to live from an open hearted place, we we're already doing it. But I, I think that maybe it looks different sometimes than what people will imagine it looks like. So sometimes it, it's helpful to know that if your intention is to open your heart, no matter what the appearance looks like on the outside of your life, it's happening.
0: Right, so the energy is real, and it's there. Wow, thank you so much. Is there is there anything else that you want to share? or
1: So on one level, if, if this energy is something that interests you, I, I highly recommend taking a training. I offer classes, but um, there are so many um, opportunities to, to take a Reiki training. And um, so if you're feeling called to do that, I would absolutely recommend that you explore that and just go with what feels right. And then, um, again, on the other hand, if you can just take one or two minutes even every day to to be quiet and invite that energy and it will come into your life
0: i just wanted to interrupt this episode to remind you that you can find all of my cosmic chats with video on my igtv handle at debbie sugarbee that's at d-e-b-b-i-e s-u-g-a-r-b there you can also find a link in my bio to support my work or sign up for a one-on-one healing session with me. Thank you. And I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. Definitely. And also I'll just say about the training, just because I did do the level one training, you know, I've done different trainings in the past and this one is, you know, it was like, I think four hours, Uh, but it wasn't like, you know, three months of my life. It's a simple connection. It's like a simple energy. There is things to learn, but I think that a lot of people, if you already are, if you're watching this, you're probably already sensitive to energies. And it, it was a nice door for me to walk through. I can recommend it. And you can follow Nick at, at Perennial Reiki on Instagram. He shares amazing content. That's actually how I found him. I really loved his content. It felt very authentic to me, very valuable and useful, you know, in the moment. So check out his page, his Instagram page. And again, like he said, he does classes and sessions, which I can also recommend. Thank you so much, Nick. I mean, this has just been such a pleasure. And I already feel like I'm in a different space from the beginning of the interview. I feel much calmer. I feel very grateful that our paths cross.
1: Me too, Debbie.
0: Thank you so much, Nick. Have a great day, everybody. Lots of love. Thank you so much for listening to the end. I truly hope you enjoyed and received benefit from this episode. Please subscribe, share it with your friends and family, and or leave me a review. I appreciate your energy and support. You can also take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. I'll add it to my story. Until next time, be well and take good care. Bye-bye, everyone. Lots of (laughs) love. Cosmic Chats with Debbie Sugarbaker is a production of Yali Christina Podcast Services.